We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. If Mott is on the field, he take he does take set pieces, and Man United are the biggest favorite. We can't poo-poo Mata. Yes, we can. You can. <laughs> it's still 7,400. I don't, I don't see how you build a lineup with this. Like, in, like... He's over. He's, he's overpriced. Yeah. This is the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, a two-time finalist for the Fantasy Sports Raiders Association Podcast of the Year Award. For some of the best daily and season-long fantasy soccer tools in the industry, including detailed stats packages, projections, and more, please visit rotowire.com/soccer. And now, please enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joining us Friday, uh, what do we got? August 23rd uh, by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. For those of you who are used to hearing us on Thursday, we decided to move to Friday because a lot of the injury news comes out Friday and we thought maybe it would be better to actually know everything or at least have a better idea of who's going to play as opposed to not. Jordan, I've already gotten so many complaints though. Oh, you have? It's more like, they're not complaints, but it's more just like the, where's the podcast? What's going on? Come on, guys. And we were, when I explained like, well, we kind of want to have all the info. And I think what everybody really wants is for us to have all of the info and record on Wednesday. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. I agree. Well, a lot of times, I mean, I mean, we, we get into the situation where like, if this guy's in, if that guy's out, I mean, we find out on Friday that that someone is doubtful and it's like, well, that changes everything. So, I mean, I guess that provides value for the, the RotoWire discord. If you're, if you're a member, which Mm -hmm. is cheap. So, I mean, all that news typically we're talking about, but it makes it hard making a Thursday morning podcast where like, it's quite possible that by the, by the end of today, like half of this stuff doesn't, doesn't matter anymore. I, I wrote my article yesterday and as I was about to finish it, something popped up in the discord like, oh, Dini's out. And it was like, oh, I actually spent some time talking about Troy Dini. So now I will go back and delete it. And I had a section on Roberto Pereira, which I kept in because he hasn't been ruled out yet. And they're like, oh, Pereira hasn't trained this week. And it's like, okay, now I'm going back. And now it's like, well, now I'm not sure what 
clearly I was trying to jump ahead and it's like, well, I'm just putting, I'm just, uh, what's the phrase stealing from Peter to pay Paul or something like that. I was never good with those, but anyway, um, so hopefully you, everybody listening understands why we are moving to Friday. And if you prefer to have us earlier with not as much information, then feel free to let us know. But anyway, but, but now that we have all the, all the information, all right. of it, it turns out there isn't all that much anyway. No, there wasn't this, this week, week. <laughs> but looking at the slate, we have a five game slate with one late game. And obviously the late game is Liverpool Arsenal. You know, the, the premier game that's going to be on, mm-hmm. uh, the biggest favorite on this slate, uh, currently is man United mm-hmm. minus two seventy nine at home to crystal palace. That totals hovering somewhere around 2.7. Then Liverpool, I mean, we think in terms of like, oh, Liverpool Arsenal. That's like two big teams facing each other. No, nah, Liverpool's a minus 200 favorite. <laughs> I mean, it's the same as last week. Like we had Man City and Tottenham. Right. And that has the highest total on the slate mm-hmm. at around 3.2-ish, 3.1, 3.2. And then then we start getting into pretty much anything could happen right. type of games. Uh, Watford is a plus 123 home favorite to West Ham. And that's a decent total, 2.7 type of total. Then Brighton, plus 142, home to Southampton. And that's an under. That's like 2.2, 2.3. And then Leicester, plus 125 on the road, favorite to Sheffield United. And that's the lowest total on the slate. That's mm-hmm. like 2.1. So looking at this, before we uh, we typically we typically dive into into forward and start talking about it, which is going to be discussed in conversation, <laughs> uh, because it, it, and feel free to play GPPs all you want because your cash game is the cash game lineup is going to be a GPP lineup practically as it is. Yep. Uh, to get it out of the way to begin with, even though he's not at forward, would you agree that like? I could see cash lineups being all over the place, but there will be like one guy in like all of them. James Madison. Right. And he's midfield eligible. So before we talk about forwards, is there uh, now he's what? 9,600. Yeah. There's no other better. Pl- there's like, no, like you're not playing like a forward over him at that price. I don't think there's a better play at any position on the slate. Okay. I mean, you may be playing a forward that's over him with him, but I'm just saying yeah. that that you're filling one of your midfield spots with Madison and then building the rest of your lineup. Yes. In cash games. Yes. Obviously, in GPPs, you could you know fade him and build whatever you want. So with that being said, we're, auto- we're automatically going under the assumption that we have a $9,600 player at midfield. Yes. Which means uh, if we pay up in a forward slot... Uh, the rest of your lineup is going to get quite dicey. And then if you pay down at forward, uh, your forward slots can get very dicey yes. because, because who kind of who are you paying for? So starting at the top, I'm going to assume that Salah is not going to be very popular this slate. How come? I mean, in cash games. How come? Because I'm not sure if people are going to be willing to pay 11000 in a forward slot with Madison. Okay. But should they? But should they? I think the reason why Salah will be owned is because there's all this talk about how Liverpool just destroys Arsenal at Anfield. And I don't think the $700 difference to Marcus Rashford, who I think is the other forward that people will consider paying up for, is big enough where... Like, I think if you look at Salah and Rashford together and say, which one do I want to play? Uh, I think more people will side with Salah. I'm not sure that's the right answer, but I think the $700 difference is not enough where you're like, well, Rashford is cheaper, so I'll go with him. Like, the difference isn't that great. Right, so if you're considering Rashford, you might as well take Salah. I think a lot of people will think that way, yes. Right, but it's quite possible that, like, both are wrong. Yes, because you pointed it out in your article. Now that we do it on Fridays, I get to see your article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That for $1,500 less, you could play Anthony Martial centrally 
for the biggest favorite on the slate. And the floor difference with Man United set piece situation being seemingly whoever's closest to the ball takes it. <laughs> like, like I would like Rashford if I knew he was going to be on a majority of set pieces. Sure, it's worth that 1500 but who knows? I think the 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 big difficulty with Man United, and we'll at least know it because they're not the late game, is there are just so many guys who could take them. They're obviously not all going to start. So it's possible that we see it's like Rashford and Luke Shaw. And we've seen other guys like Daniel James has taken one. Uh, Andreas Pereira has taken when he's on. He did a little bit last year. Obviously, Juan Mata is always a possibility if he starts. So at least we'll know the lineup. So it's possible that we go in knowing, or at least thinking we know, that it's probably like a Rashford-Luke Shaw split. And if that's the case, I, I, I can see why people think the $1,500 is worth it for Rashford because it's like, oh, well, he, he could have a few corners and that's a few more crosses. But... If it's, it's really like two or three points tops from the set pieces. Uh, the other thing is they, he could have penalties. And I think maybe that's... And they've, they've won one in each game. Pogba missed the last one. And so theoretically, Rashford is next. And everybody convinced themselves that VAR will give them penalties every game. And so that's, that's the justification for the 1500 but I wouldn't call you crazy if you played him. I mean, like I don't Rashford or Martial, uh, but either of them. Yeah. But I think that you could get more for the fifteen hundred than it's worth it to play Rashford, and we get into the situation where if you're going to pay ten three for Rashford, why don't you just play eleven thousand for Salah? Right. But it's quite possible you don't play any three of these players. I was any... going to say, so you do you so you see a reasonable cash build without Salah or Rashford or Martial? Yes. Okay. Well, re- reasonable's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> I don't think you're not going to build your cash lineup this late and like it. I don't think there's any, no matter what you do. I think that the difficulty with building a cash lineup without any of these guys is the, there's an expectation that there are goals in those games and you don't have any of the guys who are most likely to score them. And I realize that like, we shouldn't think too much about goals and cash games, but I think these guys will be owned enough, and they're the ones who are probably going to score. Right. You're gonna you're gonna have to if they score, you're gonna have to gain ground with like six K, seven K level players that either need to accumulate a lot or score a goal themselves. Right. You need goals from people who are not as likely to score goals, or you need peak floors from multiple players. But do you think that the ownership is going to be spread out enough between those three guys that like no single one may kill you? I don't think Martial will be that high. I think he's the low. I think it's Rashford and Salah. And I think it's possible that they both score. Like if they both score and you have neither of them, you're that could be half the fact that that's half your double up. Right. If not more. Right. Like, I think there will be many more lineups with one of them versus none of them. And I don't think it's, I think it's extremely suboptimal to have Salah, Rashford, Madison, because the rest of it is just absolute garbage. But some people like that. Right. So looking underneath, Aubameyang, don't even consider, right? Firmino is not a cash play. Mm-hmm. You're not. Mane is a GPP play. There's no way I play Mane over Salah Rashford. I mean, there's no, there's no way there. Right. I agree. You, you think okay. Aubameyang is not a cash play though? Right. Right. These okay. are. I'm talking about, now. Most of these forwards aren't cash plays. So I mean, like, well, but you're right. gonna have to play two of them. So right. that. Well, you said Aubameyang's not a play, not... and Firmino's not a cash play. So it made it sound like you didn't like Aubameyang at all. Well, I mean, but 80, I mean, yes, he'll be lower owned because he's playing for the second biggest underdog away from <laughs> Liverpool. So, like, I'm not a bit, I think I could get a cheaper goal. Okay. But, like, I, if you want to play, maybe he'll be, he'll be, he'll be single digit owned. Sure. Go for it. Mm-hmm. But, like, Townsend, like, I'm not playing, I'm not playing any Palace players at Man United uh-huh. as the biggest underdog. So, like, Townsend at 8K is not, is no, no question. Yeah. 
Vardy, GPP, fine, go for it. A Yozy, go for it, GPP. The natural inclination, at least for me, I know you pointed it out in your article. Now the podcast has turned into just basically an advertisement for your article. (laughs) My first inclination of like, okay, I'm not going to pay up at forward. I'm playing Madison, and now I want to go down at forward. I want to take a wide player from a favored team that – could have some some type of set piece, maybe possible type of thing, and I go seventy two hundred for Gerard De La Feu. Oh, that's not even close to who I thought you were going to say. Oh, you thought Pascal Gross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I thought that's a... <laughs> okay. Well, Gross could be it also, but Gross, you know, if he's coming off at the sixtieth minute mark, I mean, and yet there's you always concern there. Sure, but they have no one to play anymore. That Dini's out, Pereira's. No, they've doubtful. got a lot of guys. That's the problem. Right. Danny Welbeck, ha- Andre Gray, Isaac Success. Well, six, no. If Success is in, I play him. I, I agree with that. If Success is in, he's what forty five hundred. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, that that. If you see him in, that's that's. There you go. Because he draws enough. He's like uh, he draws enough fouls and shoots and everything. But I mean, he hasn't played in like. Who knows how long? Even the end of last year, he didn't play for a month. So you're going to pay 7200 for De La Feu? I don't want to. <laughs> but like I said, in cash, you think in terms of give me a wide player, a forward wide player from a favorite team. And Watford are a home favorite team, and De La, La Feu is a wide player. He's like kind of wide. Right. Well, you could say the same thing about Trossard. Sure. Okay, so, uh, would you consider them similar types? Uh, sure. Right, at home as a favorite, and Trussard is playing wide. Yeah. And he's not really, like, just like De La Feu, he's not really a wide winger crosser player. I'm... But I take a look, and why can't I just plug in, like, between Gross, De La Feu, and Trussard, and just play two of these three? Because oh. if they don't score, like, I... <laughs> I'm not sure they score a goal's worth of points. Combined. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think I have a great shot at getting six points from each of them. About. A great shot. A good enough shot. <laughs> a good, good enough. It's good enough. Um, but the problem is, is that like like uh, Salah, Rashford, Marshall, the guys up there, they can give you 25 points. Mm-hmm. And they're most likely going to get at least get you six. Yep. Six to eight. Just a matter of who else do you want in your midfield. Yeah. And if you're going to pay up at forward, like, and play Madison, basically you're playing two cheap midfielders. Yeah. Or well, two or cheap a, defenders. Yeah, exactly. Or something like that. When you go down and you go, I'm going to play two 7K forwards, that means you could play like the 6K level of midfield. And there are options there. But I think that you pointed out very astutely that it comes down to your players hitting their floors, like the higher end of their floors, more so than the guys at forward, like putting up ceiling scores. Not even ceiling, though. Or just red normal-ish. Right. Like, you probably only need one goal from Rashford or Salah to, to make everybody, all the floor players need to reach their ceilings. Their floor ceilings, I'll, put, I'll say it, as weird as that sounds. But also understand that those players that we're talking about in the 6K level, like, they could show up in an assist or a goal. Sure. Would you have considered so, uh, Dini? For in- well, Dini's not going to play. No, I'm saying, would you have? Yeah, why not? Yeah. But, I mean... I, see, I think we would have had a full so Dini different. conversation if we did this podcast yesterday. Yeah. But I, I don't consider Gray or Welbeck to be a replacement for Dini. Agreed. Like, they're, they're just too gold. It's like playing David McGoldrick. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I think if he's in the starting lineup, depending on, I mean, I know I'm skipping around a little, but do you think people are would play, like, Callum Robinson or McBurney, like one of the Sheffield wider forwards? No. I don't think that's the right choice. No. I think we're almost to the level of the guy that everybody's going to go to, who I wrote what, about uh, anyway. Nathan Redmond? Yeah. I think people will will look at Redmond 
and only think that he is an okay play because of where he is salary wise and like what he may have done previously. Like, I don't think Redmond's that good of a play. Like I, yeah, but he, he fits that. He fits the same build that I said before, of like a wide yes. forward player that really doesn't cross. And it's like, it's still better than still better than taking a center forward that has lower goal scoring on. Yeah. And he's $1,100 cheaper than Dale Lafayette. Like I think so you basically tell right. me, I think Michael Antonio will be popular if he starts. He's not probably not going to. Um, but I think Redmond's going to be popular. But you're going to have to play one of these guys, right? Yep. I mean, you're gonna, even if you're playing one of the, the the higher end forwards, I mean, you still have to fill a second forward slot. Yep. And that's why I can't call you crazy for playing any of these guys. But I don't think, see, I don't think it comes down to playing like you're not playing Salah and De La Feu or Salah Gros. Like you're not paying up as much in your second forward spot if you're paying all the way up in your first forward spot. It's, it, I mean, it's you not helpful. Yeah. Right. But it, yeah, it's not helpful. Mm-hmm. I think we can keep going though. Danny Ings, if he starts, I think you can consider Ings, but he's not, I'm not even, I'm not done scrolling. Jay Adams. Yeah. Well, it's going to be one of them. I mean, it would be him or Ings. Well, right? they started together in the first game. Oh, okay. That's a pure punt, though. What makes him less punty than uh, Redmond? I think Redmond has a higher floor, but I mean not much higher. Two point higher floor. Right. Two points more for twelve hundred bucks. It may it may come down to that, and possibly twenty one hundred like... less than De La Feu. Twenty three hundred. Twenty three hundred is a lot. What happens if like someone like Lacadia starts? Brighton. I don't think it's crazy because they may just play Troussard off the bench or something. Yeah, I, I don't. I think you're. I don't think any of these guys are crazy. Well, be, only because of your lineup construction. Yeah, but I also don't think that if you go down to like this four kit, like if you're going to take a Che Adams, you're doing it with like Redmond or De La Faye. Like, oh no, you're no, doing no. that because you're you've paid up in the other slot. Yes. It's, I don't see going. I don't see doing three expensive midfielders. This agreed, late. Agreed. But yeah, I think if you're if you're going to play Salah or Rashford, and even Martial, I'll put in that bucket. Uh, I think you're better off in the five thousand dollar range than you are the sixty five hundred. Okay. I think the money. I think the floor difference of two points is not worth paying up. No, I get it. So midfield. The non-Madison conversation. Right. I can't believe they did it to me. Because even even I have to say no. 7,400 for Juan Mata? Right. Like, that's the my first instinct opening up the app of like, if Mata starts, like, you know, I'm the, I'm the, I, I play him way too often when he does start and he gives me three points, but they're the biggest favorite. And if he starts over like James or something and like, yeah, I'm expecting 5,200. We didn't talk about James. Well, he's in the midfield. Uh, Why don't we talk about him now? 6,900. Oh, oh, I, I mix him up with Greenwood. Sorry. Yeah. He's in midfield. Um, right. Sorry. Oh, Greenwood could. Yeah, you're right. Greenwood could start it forward at yeah. 6,900 instead of Martial. Yeah. Okay. But uh, to me, it's the same thing that you're making the consideration you're making with Martial. Right. Just cheaper. Um, Mata, because I don't want to just pretend like he doesn't exist. What did you think his price would be when you opened your DraftKings app to to lock him in, and what was the most you'd be willing to spend? I thought it would be fifty two hundred. Really? And the most, yeah, because typically he doesn't start, so they 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 price him down. Okay. All right. Right. And what was the most? Do you think you'd pay for him? Somewhere in the low sixes. Okay. That's why I'm like I'm looking at this and like I can't make a lineup with Malta in it. Yeah. It's just it's just even even the uh, the 
context of the slate. Like you take you take Madison out of the picture, then he becomes a little bit more relevant. <laughs> I'm I'm talking about a little bit more. He, if Mod is on the field, he take he does take set pieces, and Man United are the biggest favorite. We can't poo poo Mata. Yes, we can. You can, <laughs> but still seventy four hundred. I don't. I don't see how you build a lineup with this. Like, in, like he's over. He's, he's overpriced. Yeah. And I don't think because somebody has already asked me, I don't think Paul Pogba is a play this week. Okay, he's he's not a cash play like he was last year. No. For a, a solid two months and not then eighty six fell off a cliff. No. If he would have scored that penalty, it would have won that showdown slide. Yeah. I had him. I captained him. He and Gilfie Sigurdsson are getting uh, much closer to the never again, team never again. Right. Anyway. In GPP, he's over, I think he's overpriced also, but I think you could play Tielemans if you're not playing Madison. Mm -hmm. I think that's fine. Liverpool's the late game. I don't care about, even if I knew Milner was in. I think 6,900 for the context of this slate is a non-play. What about Ox as a forward? We kind of skipped him. He plays in the midfield, though. Mm-hmm. He does. You could get you could get. You're right. You could get away with it, but you're not going to know. And then if you slot him in and he's your only slot, you're dead. Yeah. I mean, like the. That's why, like, like Shakiri, Ox. I mean, who knows what the lineup's going to be? Most likely, it's going to be up top. Salah, Mane, and Firmino. Sure. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah. Right. So, like, I, like everything else is 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 not a question to me. Okay. But if Daniel James starts, did I get his first name right? Yep. Okay. Because I always called that, uh, you know, Duncan McNeil or something. Right. <laughs> it sounds like it should. It sounds like it should be that. Yeah. If I think James he's... starts at sixty nine hundred, I think I think he's viable, but I think he's overpriced. Agreed. He took a corner. If so I'm going to play him up, yeah, but that 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 doesn't mean anything. One, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I like if if I had the choice, I I in this range, I'd rather play Ward Prowse at 6600. What about Norwood? You could play Norwood also, but I think Ward Prowse is more upside. Norwood plays deep in the formation. Hmm. And what about Snodgrass? If he's in. Yeah. Because Felipe could be back. Mm-hmm. What about Felipe? What about Felipe? You're right. What yeah. about Felipe? But this is the range. Like, yeah. I'm looking at... This is a like, range that you're probably skipping if you pay up for forward. Right. And there are defenders in this range. Right. One of them. One. Right. Because that's the, that's the build that I naturally go towards. Right when you think of, I'm going to skip the high end of forward. I'm going to play like De La Feu and Redmond, Madison, and then one of these guys. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is one of these guys may not score. Mm-hmm. Actually, has a high likelihood of not. He's scoring. probably not. Yeah. Right. You have to hope for a lot of shots assisted, but their floors would be great. I mean, you'd like. You told me before the slate, can I get nine points from these guys and just put in nine? Right. Like, you have a decent shot at getting that. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me, like, what's their shot at getting 18 plus? Eh, probably not so much. Right. I was ready to play Luke Freeman at 4,200, but he's 6,200. Right. I know. I was thinking about that also with Fleck being out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, Freeman may be... Okay, no, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's as overpriced as Mata, but they're both at a point where it's you can't do it. I know we didn't talk about him at forward, but it just, to, just to highlight, if Saar is in for Watford, mm-hmm. like, would you consider him to be a cash... Hey, to me, he's just a, he would be the same type of play as playing Welbeck or Gray. Uh, he is like a Richarlison type. So, like, he's not going to cross, but he draws a bunch of fouls, which there's no upside with fouls. He can't score from a foul drawn. So I, I don't see the floor difference between Saar and Ings or Adams. 
So okay. I would just and it, and it's not guaranteed that he's even going to play. He hasn't even played yet. Yeah, yeah, And he hasn't even played for Watford yet. Right, right. If you told me that there was, that neither, whoever starts for Watford up front, whether it's De La Feu and Saar or De La Feu and Welbeck or Gray and Welbeck, whoever, um, if you told me that like the over-under on minutes was 60, I'd probably take the under on all of them. Just because there are other guys who can play and none of them are really like fully fit. Right. What do you do if Aaron Moy gets to start? He took some corners in like the three minutes that he played. Right. Um, I think, I can't remember if I wrote this because I thought it. I think if Moy starting means I don't even consider gross. Right, but it doesn't mean you consider Moy. Exactly. But I get why people would play him if he started. How about Lanzini? I only would play Lanzini if there was no Felipe or Snodgrass. I mean, he's still viable in that re- GPP, at least. For right? sure. I think the best play in this range is playing for the second biggest underdog. Yeah, my boy Danny. He looks actually. Awesome. I even think in this. I think in this matchup, he's actually still underpriced. I agree. I was su- really surprised at how cheap he was. I don't think he should be that much more expensive, though. Uh, if he was sixty five hundred, price for this matchup. No, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't think he's an eighty five hundred. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. But I think he should firmly be in this Felipe Ward Prowse Norwood group. Yes. And this is much more affordable if mm-hmm. you're building a lineup, especially with one big forward. Yep. I think Ceballos Madison will be popular. Let's see him not start. Let's see him not start. You never know. It's That's the late the, game, that right? is the that is the kicker. The other thing uh, is that, that Jaka didn't play last week and he could come back in. He could take corners. Ozil could come back, you know, like Jaka didn't take corners when he was in the well, game and he that's started. True. Trust me, I know. I rostered him. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things. I mean, but but the thing is, is that if you put Ceballos, let's say, in your utility, mm-hmm. like, you you have pivots. I mean, you could you could pivot even to Robertson. Yep. Like, you don't even have to play an Arsenal player. You know, Bozel's yep. in. You could do that to yourself if you want. <laughs> but I'm saying, as long, as long as he's in the utility slot, like, I... It doesn't it doesn't concern me much because yep. I, I Andrew Robertson's fine also he creates he he creates more he's the second biggest chance creator on the team yeah your boy is priced up too much which one because he, he scored a goal last week so they oh, had indeedy yeah yeah I agree with you right if he was like a forty two hundred dollar defensive midfielder I wouldn't mind because you're gonna have to find someone in that range yeah well you that's have the to thing find like... some low price midfielder the i think as weird as it sounds i think you would consider indeedy more if ceballos was 6500 right i think you probably still don't end up there but i think he becomes a lot more attractive and the guy i mean i think there are guys you can play below that like, I think Will Hughes is a little overpriced, but you might find yourself in that range. And I think Andreas Pereira is a decent play if he starts, just because he okay. has taken set pieces. Right, but he, even if he even if he doesn't, he's $4,800 playing at home with the, for the biggest favorite. Right. And typically in, a, in a, an advanced position. Right, yeah, he's not like a defensive midfielder, yeah. Right. He may not play 90, though. Yep. But do you need 90 at 4,800? Like, the, the chances of what? I mean, he could play 90. Sure. But typically, like if if it's going to be like seeing whether or not it's going to be him, James, or Mata, yep. right? Is it, is it pretty much that would be the combination? Uh, Lingard could sit, and Lingard, right? Lingard because he's horrible. He's don't so play. Bad. We haven't we haven't talked about him. Don't play him. Oh man, play him in GPP because after we say don't play him, he's going to score two goals. There was a great tweet that showed that like over the last, I think it was twelve months, that December was the only month that he had a goal or an assist. Right, like literally none in the other months. Right, and it's not like he wasn't playing. He was. Oh yeah. (laughs) Where is he? Sixty four hundred. 
Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, not, not, not even a question to me. You plan? I know you mentioned that? him in your article, but I mean, Pereira's a doubt. Yeah. Pereira. I mean, yeah, we're talking about Andreas Pereira. Right. And then Roberto Pereira. Right. Or Watford. Neither of He's... whom I think is the best Pereira on the slate. You're correct. <laughs> They're cheaper Pereiras. Yeah. Oh, there's a more no, no the more the, the most expensive Pereira is the best one. Right. I don't mind Roberto Pereira if he's in, but all signs point to that he's not going to play. Yep. And if he starts, fifty-eight minutes is is what you're getting. Right. But if you need to punt with any of those, like I, that's why, I like Etienne Capui or Decore, or I mean, you're in this range anyway. It's like you're not going to like anything that you like here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if James MacArthur, ah, James MacArthur, what am I talking about? Right, exactly. Like, I, that's why I'm looking down. Ken Seema, if he got the start, mm-hmm. I think he would be popular. Agreed. But now we go down here. I don't know. I don't know what. Cleverly, if he starts? I mean, it could be. Oh, it could be don't skip your time. boy. What, Jack Wilshire? Yeah. But Jack Wilshire's now playing deeper. Mm-hmm. He's not even playing as a 10. So I can't, I can't play him. Okay, just checking. Cleverly, I can. Someone's going to have to slot into that because they play that 4-2-2-2-2. Two, 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 mm-hmm. It's 2-2. Two, two. It's just, I don't know. looks like a penis. Just... What situation really would, like, you're not really playing cleverly if he starts. Why not? He's 3,600. I need I need someone in this. I need something at, the, like, 4K. <sighs> right? I can play a defender or I can play one of these guys. I'm not saying that I'm even going to have to make this choice. They, neither of them could be. I mean, it's, someone's going to be there, right? Because it's going to be like DeCorey and uh, Kapui. Up top, it's going to be like Gray and Delafeu. Mm-hmm. And then the two mids to be Hughes and someone next to Hughes. And who the hell is that going to be? Unless they switch the formation. Hey, could be they go to a, uh, a five back. They play three center backs and then play Holobus and Femenia as wing backs. And then they don't have to bother with that. Mm-hmm. That could be it. So that that would save me then. That would save me from playing a possible cleverly. Right. Is there anyone else down here? No. Nobody that stands out versus the garbage guys we've already listed. Right. Top defender play on the slate is Trent Alexander-Arnold. Is there no question about that? Um. I guess. I guess. For raw points, at least. Sure. Okay. Do you think he's a necessity in cash? I think he makes I don't think sense. Any, I, for, 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 I think no one's a necessity in cash other than Madison. Sure. But, like, in, in the construction that you're building, do you prioritize paying, playing Alexander-Arnold or you prioritize a high-price forward? Right. That's what it comes... We're a second forward. Like, a second high-price forward. Right. Because you can do... Um, you can do a high-priced, one high-priced forward, Madison, and Trent Alexander-Arnold. Right. That works. Um, but you, you're telling me that you'd rather play Ricardo Pereira? No. Or Trent Alexander-Arnold? No, I'm, no. But I think the, I think you could play both of them. Oh, both of them? I think Ricardo Pereira is better than the midfielders in that price range. Uh, okay, okay. You could play, but you're not playing both of them together. I think you could, yeah. Really? Yeah. And paying up at forward? In one forward, yeah. Really? Who are you playing? How does this work? Che Adams. Oh, okay. You have to go really far down. Yeah. You're punting the second forward instead of punting anywhere else. Okay. I'm not, I don't think that's optimal. Okay. I think I'd, I'd much rather just go down at, at a defend, one defender slot. You, I, don't, I mean, I don't, you can still do that. Right. And you I don't, I don't mind. But the context of this slate and his price and the matchup, I don't mind Holobus. I agree. 5,000. Yeah. It's quite possible I have no Liverpool players in my lineup. And I'm, I think I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. It's quite possible that I have three defenders and I'm playing Trent Alexander-Arnold. It's quite possible I'm yeah. playing Salah as my only Liverpool player. One yep. of those is possible. I don't feel the need to play... TAA and Salah. 
I agree with that. And I think if you're choosing one, I think you're, well, I was going to say, I think you're better off with Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think there is also a very small chance, but I think there is a chance that he doesn't start. Because we've Alexander seen, Arnold? yes, because we've seen in previous matches against better opponents that Jurgen Klopp uses Joe Gomez at right back and then uses Matip and Van Dyke centrally. Right, for defensive purposes. Yes. True. Like you have to think of how much is Trent Alexander-Arnold going to be able to attack if Arsenal start uh, Aubameyang, Lacazette, and Pepe. Right, but even Aubameyang, I mean, Aubameyang will be on that side Mm -hmm. that Alexander-Arnold will be defending. Right. So now you have 6,600 in a defender spot and possibly no one to play. Or you play Robertson. Right. So you're paying 5,400. So you have 1,200 bucks left over with no set pieces. And then you can increase Danny Ceballos to nobody else in this game. Ox, maybe. I'm trying to scare people. I think he starts anyway. I agree. But there's, there, you're there right. Is, there is a chance. You're yeah. right. Trent Alexander-Arnold maybe is not as bad defensively as Kieran Trippier. Right. But he's not He's not the defensive-minded mm-hmm. fullback. I mean, Robertson, there's also is the... more, Robertson is actually more of a defensive-minded fullback. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously that the thought that Liverpool just doesn't care and will just blow out Arsenal anyway, like they've done every time at Anfield. But there's a non-zero chance that Trent Alexander-Arnold does not start. Okay. But do you think he is more important than Salah? I think it's more important that you fill a forward spot. Okay. I think you. I think Alexander-Arnold has safer points. But then, like, if you're telling me, like, I can't pay up at forward, and so, like, I got to... I got to just hope and pray on like six and seven K forwards or Jay Adams or something. Like, I'd much rather count on Salah scoring a goal. Okay. Right. Then I could fill the defender with a lot of other things. You can. I, 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 I may not like it as much as Trent Alexander Arnold, but at least I'm like, I'm not sitting there going like, I hope they give me something like, I know I'm going to get something. It just depends on how much something I'm going to get. I think there's a much more realistic chance that Trent Alexander-Arnold reaches his ceiling than the other guys. Well, in defender, of course. Yeah. I'm saying, like, floor-wise, you could probably make up for him, I think. But if he ends up on two assists, like, you're probably not rostering a defender who makes that up. Right. Because Eric Peters is an honest light. Right. (sighs) (laughs) Jesus. No, but I could see playing Holobus. I agree. I, I, I don't like playing. I don't like playing Luke Shaw, but why not at forty eight hundred? Yeah, I get it. I could even see him playing Kiko Faminia mm-hmm. forty four hundred, especially if they go to that if they change their formation. And Holobus and Faminia are playing as wing backs. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't mind that at all. I think Montoya has gotten priced up too much. Mm-hmm. See what you do. I mean, he's good. The Southampton guys are cheap. Yeah, I think Bertrand is fine. Valerie, okay. I think you could play. You could even get away with the Sheffield. Yep. Guy Stevens, Baldock. Yep. It's going to be very hard unless there's rotation to anyone under 4K, though. Um. I mean, you're not playing like Pablo Zabaleta stepping out of the. I think Frederick sarcophagus to play. Sarcophagus. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that, how old is he? Um, well, I mean, but Frederick's is forty two hundred. Masuaku started last. I mean, they're center back. That's who it is. Okay, but still, he's thirty six hundred. That isn't horrible. Yeah, but it's you could play. I mean, it's playable. Yeah, because you're not going to play Patrick Van Aanholt away to Manchester United. Right. Yeah, and everybody else. We're not getting a Cedric start. What do you think of this guy? I know they priced him up. I don't like the matchup. Is Lundstrom. 
because he's listed as a defender, but he kind of plays as nearly an attack. Yeah, he the is Sheffield, an attacking midfielder. The, the or that's Sheffield, what he's playing. Right. The Sheffield system is very unique to all the other teams of the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So, like, the positioning that you see them line up as is not how they attack. It's I, I put it, it's not the same as Mexico, but it's a very similar mentality of, like, when we play international things and we go, we look at Mexico as starting 11 and their formation and go, that's not how they attack. Like, like he's not going to be there, and those guys aren't going to be wide. It's going to be shifting like that and just be aware of it. Yeah. So, like, the way that Sheffield plays is that, like, they're – their center backs practically play as wing backs sometimes. Yep. And their their mi- central midfielders play as center backs sometimes. Yeah. So like that's why like Lundstrom will get shots and stuff, but a lot of times he's being used as like the cover when Basham or McConnell or whatever O'Connell get forward. Like they they use their central midfielders as like if the wide guys are getting forward. The mid, the center mids are going to act as the center backs mm-hmm. while they're attacking to prevent counterattacks. So that's why looking at their formation is sometimes, and they don't always do that. Obviously, it depends on the matchup. Yeah, but it's kind of weird. That's why, like, like you tell me on a slate where I need to punt all the way down and Sheffield's not at in a bad spot, like playing a Basham or a or a O'Connell are, are are not bad plays, even as center backs. Mm-hmm. I think Lindstrom is a fine GPP play. Right. At 4,900. Mm-hmm. I think more cash viable at 4K. Right. Right. I don't think you're really going to look at Lundstrom and think I'd rather pay play him than Shaw. Right. Or play him over Holdis. Right. Right. Christian Fuchs, it's nice to see him go up 2,000 in one week. <laughs> Okay, goalkeeper. I think the popular goalkeeper, outside of just playing whoever you want, which is always viable, mm-hmm. I think the popular goalkeepers is going to be like Henderson or Gund. Yep. I agree. I think you're going to be in that. I think it, like the money that you're going to be able to get, like I'd rather kind of go, I'd rather play like a Matt Ryan. I'd rather play like a Ben Foster. But I think the 600 is going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And then you could always obviously go down to Leno and just hope he doesn't get killed. Mm-hmm. Or Guaita. Right. Did you build a lineup at all without Madison? Not, not personally, no. Okay. I mean, obviously you can, but I mean... Madison has the highest floor of any player in DFS soccer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't play MLS or League MX. I mean, he's got to be up there with anyone. I mean, like, is there anyone? Probably. Hockey. He's the, I mean, he has a higher, flo- but I mean, he has a higher floor technically. Although De Bruyne has a higher ceiling. Yeah. Like Madison has a higher floor than De Bruyne only because Man City has so many options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the only reason. You take some people off the field for Man City and you make it the, you know, you turned Kevin De Bruyne into, you know, Swansea City, Gilfie Sigurdsson, then De Bruyne would be a 13K player. Right, right. I mean, you, I think GPP builds without Madison are perfectly fine. Sure. I think they may actually be more optimal in GPP. I was just about to say that, yeah. Because Madison's floor may not kill you. Now, if he scores a goal, then you're dead. You're dead, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, <clears throat> but, like, if Madison just has a just has a floor game of 12 points, like, you could, you could find two forwards that score two goals each, possibly. I mean, I know it's only a five-game slate. And then pay down in midfield? Like, that. That's 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 the GPP type of construction. Yep. The other GPP type of construction would be to pay down at both forward spots. Hope the 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 high price forwards don't score. You get a goal there, 
and then you just use the floors of the high. I mean, like, sure. it's a complete opposite mentality of like, I'm going to play Madison and Ward and Ceballos and Stodgrass or Ward Prowse or one of those three of those guys play Che Adams and whoever mm-hmm. and Andre Gray. Yeah. And then, like, you win that way. You win when they score and Liverpool only scores one through Jordan Henderson. And Man United uh, lose 2 nothing at home. Yep. Because that could easily happen. Sure. Because it's Man United. Yeah. Zaha <laughs> revenge game. Sort of. Yeah, I think it's entirely viable. As long as, as long as there's no Timu Fuki on the slate, I'm, I'm going to do fine. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Ugh. He's the early game. You got to show down him. Because he's going to score three goals every week. Right? Every game. Every I mean, game. Can you really argue with the guy who's on pace for 76 goals? Uh, golden boot. Uh, just put the, just where, give it to him. Yeah. Right. Where's the sports book? I got mm-hmm. to put down that bet. Yeah. They're just going to rename it the Golden Pookie. <laughs> okay anybody has any follow questions for jordan you can find him on twitter at blenderhead that's blender hd i'm at rotowire andrew uh we're available in the rotowire discord as well which is available for all rotowire subscribers just go to rotowire.com slash chat to join jordan thank you for all of that and good luck this weekend thank you for listening to the rotowire fantasy soccer podcast for more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.